This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey, what's happening? This is TC Carson, and you are listening to ACMG's Talk Time Live. And this is Kratos. Keep listening. Previously on Talk Time Live exclusive. So fans will finally get their hands on the follow-up to the very fun, beautifully developed and designed Shantae Half-Genie Hero, which I absolutely enjoyed immeasurably, uh, with Shantae and the Seven Sirens, which first appeared on iOS last September, uh, will now be released for the Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox this Thursday. Can you tell our listeners what... uh, who have yet to play it, myself included, um, as to what we can expect, especially in comparison to the previous titles. Sure. Okay. Um, so the I'll, I'll try to be succinct because I'm going to cover all of the previous games really quickly. <laughs> so there are five Shantae games. The first three are pixel-based games. They're on Game Boy Color and then Nintendo DS, and then uh, the third one was on 3DS. And then those games have been ported in a bunch of places. Um, and then the fourth one, the one you were just mentioning, Half Genie Hero, that's the game that was our HD, uh, Shantae HD debut. So that's the one that was on PS4, Xbox, um, and, and, uh, Wii U and PC. So this new one is kind of a, oh, and the, I'm sorry, that, that, um, fourth game, Half Genie Hero, was the first not, non, um, you know, Metroidvania type game. So instead of a big interconnected world, yeah. um, that you'd kind of, move about and explore and expand on this big adventure. Half Genie Hero is more single stages that you could revisit and there'd be some changes in them, but it was a bit more linear gameplay, almost like a Mega Man type game, as right. I guess what I compare yeah, it to. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, but this new one, since the, um, that we did that in that way, because the huge leap to being a consoles first game uh-huh. You know, instead of handheld and and HD artwork and all all like um, hand drawn and hand painted backgrounds and all that stuff, um, we we did it to be a bit more conservative because everything else was very high risk. Yeah. We're like, well, for the design of this game, we're going to keep it a little more reined in. So um, and and people have loved that game. There's been a lot of of you know positive comments about it. But the, the thing we hear a lot is, yeah, but it's too bad it doesn't have that that Zelda formula where it's you know, it, it's been compared. Um, Shantae games, the previous three, were you know often compared to Zelda-like or Castlevania type mm-hmm. of games, where it's like a side view game, but you cross a big interconnected land, you find a labyrinth, you go in there, you solve puzzles, you fight a boss, you come out of there with some new ability, and then you can expand the world. Sometimes visit another town. Yeah. Those are just grandiose, huge adventures. Well, that's what everybody wanted. Um, and so with this game, we're like, all right, all right we're going to go back to that style, but instead of what we did in the first. Um, you know, like say maybe in the second and third game, we'll try to go back a little bit more to what the first game had, which was an even bigger world with multiple towns and really kind of spread the, spread it out. Yeah. So um, yeah, you can expect a, a a bigger game, and by bigger game, I, I'm really talking about the game world. So it's a large world, and and as you as you explore it, you you start getting into labyrinths that are standalone, completely self-contained, separate adventures, and solving those. So it's a bit more like um, a bit more like the third game, really, right. and and the first game. Eh, it's like all three of the first games, kind of, you know, best of best of all of those ideas. Right. This week we return to Nether Realm as we review Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. Plus, the Final Fantasy remake soundtrack has arrived, and we get some early thoughts on Shantae and the Seven Sirens. All this news and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on.
everybody, and welcome back to another episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Folks, if I sound a little bit out of it, it's because I am. There, As you know, there's no way of not being able to get around it. There's a lot going on in this world right now. There's some really, really heavy stuff going on. And uh, as an African-American myself, it is taxing. It is very, very taxing. Um, but... We are fighting back. We're going to fight back and we're never going to stop fighting back. And with that said, I'm not going to go over any politics or anything that's going on in the world. But you know what's going on in the world. We're going to get through this no matter how. We're definitely going to get through this. But what I'm going to do right now is to not bring too much of that up in here but i do want to point out that you know to all my people out there you know stay safe be careful out there if you're fighting a good fight out there you know definitely be safe to everybody else be safe with the coronavirus and everything out there it's just crazy out here right now but i want to use this hour as i use every hour of my forum to get away from that and to talk about what we love the most and that's gaming so we're going to do that but again definitely we can't you know cloud ourselves away from what's going on in reality like if you want to put a gaming spin on it <laughs> this is this is the real life final fantasy 7 happening right now it's avalanche going against shinra right now that's what's going on it's frieza you know trying to take over the saiyans and the saiyans are fighting back if you want to put a spin on it that's what's happening right now but in real life this is some real life shit so um you know just be everybody be safe in their own way be kind to each other in their own way and um you know fight for what's right out there see what's going on out there everybody deserves to live everybody deserves to be equal and live equally so with that said welcome back to select star folks and before we get into anything i definitely want to give a major thanks to creative director matt bozen of way forward technologies for coming on to the show and talking about shantae and the seven sirens which is available now on all major gaming platforms i had a great time with him he absolutely enjoyed himself he couldn't stop telling me how much he enjoyed himself i was really happy way forward is one of my favorite companies like i've been down with it and they've been out since 94 and i really there's a possibility that before i've even gotten to ducktales i've possibly played one of their games but i didn't know i didn't really get any real focus of them until they remastered ducktales which is one of my favorites if you guys heard the interview i mentioned that on there so it it was really like i became a fan of them from that point on and then from there i got acquainted with shante uh for the first time and you know when they brought that back up and i was like this is incredible this has the same type of balance and feel that ducktales have or you know any of these platforms uh, 2d side scrolling platformers have and i just became a fan of it i love the narration i love uh, the narrative i love the you know the character design and then they just kept evolving that ip and that's when i really got into it so it was uh, it was absolutely an honor to meet the guy behind it you know the co-creator if you will behind the actual uh you know creation of shantae um and and to hear that his whole family is in on it it's just it's such an awesome thing to, uh to hear and if you haven't heard that interview it's available now you can go to talktimelive.com and check it out there you can also go on to all of our um major platforms spotify iHeartRadio, apple t apple podcast google podcast you know popping you name it it's available now and if you are a fan of shantae you know you definitely want to go out of your way to um to check it out and uh it was just awesome it was very awesome and, and enjoyed and you know courtesy of him i'm very honored that he did this he actually um gave me a copy of the game for me to check out which i will fully review uh next on the next episode i do want to give my thoughts on that uh right now i mean I, right now i'm just i'll just tell you right now i am enjoying the hell out of this game um as i knew i would because all of them are enjoyable the characters are so memorable and and colorful and and you know there's some fourth wall breaking moments in there too and i i just it's just it it, it feels i always feel like and i said this to him before it feels like playing uh, watching a saturday morning cartoon when i play that game it's so cool to play um the gameplay is just awesome 
and we'll get down a detail of that because this is kind of sort of kind of they went a little bit of metrovania style too which i think is awesome it, it brings a deeper depth to the uh series uh and, and brings something uh new and, and there's a lot of new bells and whistles in it and the animation that they added on here just steps it up so well so um so far so good on here i think i'm like 40 percent in right now but um i'm enjoying the hell out of it i actually i think i played it to like one o'clock last night <laughs> just getting into it and i kind of did i could have saved it at some point but it was just like a part of me this is how much fun i was having with this so far um a part of me was like okay i just saved it i can stop right here but let me just check this out real quick and i went on to the you know further into the map and then i didn't stop so that didn't help me either but that's a good thing <laughs> to them so i'll give a thorough review of shante uh in the seven sirens next week but definitely thank you to him thank you to way forward for um you know having him on chris hoffman i want to give a big thanks to him because he helped bring put all this together and uh it was and it was awesome i believe he also helped me get um adam tyranny and um ban and rudis on as well last year so um he's a great guy I, you know really cool dude and i appreciate every bit of it so um i am looking forward to seeing what way forward does next and i'm glad that you know like most indie companies or indie developers they have the comfort of being able to keep going and working at while at home so um it's awesome i think this indie developers are going to shine majorly because they have the benefit of being you know a lot of their studios are possibly at home and and shout out to mike herman and uh retro um retro soft uh games and uh, studios and uh because he's another one he everything is being done and at the, at the uh, safety of their home so they're not you know they're safe and quarantined in and they're still keeping it going so which by the way i'm looking forward to that game because they are doing so much and i believe a new a new uh bit of news is coming they got a dlc character one of the guys from impact wrestling is on that game too but there's some uh, more news that they're doing he's doing a great job so it looks like it's almost here june is here july is coming hopefully we'll get to uh, that game will be out on time so but uh i digress thank you again uh matt and um it is i'm i've really enjoyed it. it's an honor to have him on i'm looking forward to having him on again because this is, will not be the last time <laughs> so um I, I this is the part where i really 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 am grateful grateful for what i've you know been able to do with uh acmg and especially now more more now i don't want to say that no more now than ever because i heard it in commercials so many times but it, it it is what it is um but even now with everything going on i just i'm very grateful to be able to have these times and to meet such very inspirational and cool and creative people out there you know it's just awesome and, and it helps me personally therapeutically it helps me to keep going doing the show and getting a chance to learn from the people who are out there doing it you know and, and it's just it's a pleasure so let's get into some gaming news people because we uh got some bit of really cool news that's going on for instance the final fantasy 7 remake original soundtrack is out now on itunes apple music uh amazon music and google play i have been waiting for this for quite some time i love the entire soundtrack of what i was listening to when i was playing the game and when i found out that they were going to be you know making a seven disc set for this and i'm thinking like okay they have this special collector's edition they would be stupid not to come out uh with the digital version and in fact they do it is out now uh over literally over 150 uh songs in particular 156 songs which goes over eight hours and 35 minutes the soundtrack includes fan favorites like hollow skies which is the best I, it is it is absolutely my favorite song of the entire thing and that's saying a lot which uh placed it you know if you guys remember what hollow skies is if you play through the uh slums of midgar it plays it's just guitar solo and um it's just it's beautiful it's it's so beautiful i've um been on youtube and i heard i've read where people are saying like they love this that that uh that instrumental so much that they would just spend like most of their time or hours just you know walking around the slums even though they have to process through the games they hang around the slums just to hear that music because it's it's it brings a form of tranquility especially during these times 
it, it, it's it's humbling. It's 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 something about it. it it's um, it, it it speaks of sorrow, but it speaks of hope at the same time. It's like we're getting through this all together, but also there's a lot going on in the world. But we we going through the motions, and some shred of hope will get through. That's what I read from that song. It is beautifully done. Uh, well, what an instrumental anyway. It, it just it it. There's no words to that particular one, but it speaks volumes. It just speaks volumes, especially when they uh, associate it with the slum scene right now and it's 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 just really well done i love it and also uh the other the other song hollow which is performed by uh yosh at at the end of the game you know at the credits uh scene of the game that is also at the very end like in fact what's great about the soundtrack and i believe every song that is on air is played in the order that it is played in the game so you'll get to re imagine everything that you've been through by just listening to it i when i when i get the chance i'm actually going to go bike riding listening to that and to the woods and it's probably you know it's going to be a peaceful road hopefully (laughs) so um yeah man it's out right now um the words that can be described when listening to this um the music and the soundtrack is like I, i you know if i can give it any indication of understand it's powerful emotional epic tranquil that's pretty much what you get out of there so many of your favorite iconic sounds uh with the highest of the quality that takes you into gaming euphoria without a doubt um an, an amazing soundtrack that can be a true masterpiece that can bring both energetic that could be both energetic and therapeutic as well it is available on those platforms that I mentioned for $33.99 digital right now. For those who are looking for the limited edition CD set that includes the two LP vinyl set, will be available on Amazon. Now, this is interesting. It's available on Amazon for $111.99. Now, you gotta realize that this is an import. This, I don't believe that this was exclusively this was exclusively for Japan, but you are able to you sh- you, are, you do have the capabilities of buying it uh, elsewhere. So Amazon has it. I'm pretty sure Play Asia may have it as well. I didn't, I didn't check for Play Asia, but I would I, I would be very surprised if Play Asia doesn't have this uh, for pre-order as well. And uh, it will be shipping out on June 5th. I guess this means they do have packages now. You do got to also realize too. You got to also realize that, you know, due to the circumstances of COVID-19, shipping can be a little bit, you know, crazy, even though Japan is kind of reopening up and stuff and getting back in the swing of things. Thank goodness. And hopefully that works out. Uh, you still got to take in, in the fact of that there could be some delays due to uh, certain, you know, um, customs and shipping uh, issues. So just take that in heat. But it's a great great set i'm telling you now i i am enjoying this soundtrack so if you are a fan of final fantasy 7 or final fantasy in, in, in general you can't this is the legit one this is the original soundtrack here um it's a it's it's 39.99 respectfully because it is a lot come on it's 156 songs eight hours and 35 minutes of some of the most passionate music i've ever heard and i'm telling you if there's ever time if we get back if we ever get back to god if we ever god forbid when when this when this new rebooted version of our world comes in i am hoping that they have a orchestra concert or something like that of that plays this because it will be so awesome to go to like in a park or whatever like that it would be so awesome i would be there with a lighter as if I'm in a rock concert and <laughs> just like that's how I feel about the soundtrack and it, this is me because I've never listened to this style of music or this genre of music before and it is absolutely awesome I I really love it especially hearing One Winged Angel and all these other really great memorable tracks so it's awesome go out of your way to get it if you can and uh you won't regret even if you don't get the whole entire thing you can get individual songs like if you just want hollow skies or whatever or hollow you could get that it's like 99 cents per song but you know if the entire the thing in its entirety is 33.99 so go out of your way to check it out people 
in other news, oh, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going to actually talk about Xbox here. <laughs> Xbox Series X is said to launch with a huge library of games available. According to IGN, Microsoft is not backing down on their claims that uh, the new system will have backwards compatibility, which will allow you to play or to uh, allow them to have thousands of games at launch. This is in the midst of Sony giving mixed messages as the as to whether the PlayStation 5 will also have backwards compatibility. I believe that this long-awaited feature will be a major factor in the upcoming war between the two ne uh, next-gen uh, consoles. If honestly, and I, I truly believe this, this is I truly believe this, and I'm I'm a PlayStation fan. I'm a PlayStation and Nintendo fan at best, and I've owned Xbox um, 360 before. I, I believe two of them, if, if I'm correct, in my uh, in my lifespan, uh, gaming lifespan. But if Xbox Series X has the same third-party support with their uh, with their own brand of exclusive uh, AAA games, it is quite possible that they could finally get the edge on Sony, which would be the first time in almost a decade, if not ever, that they've ever gotten ahead of Sony on, you know, on, on, on their product, because it's always been the same. Sony's always been on top. Uh, Xbox will be the second and, you know, Nintendo would just break even. Last year, if I'm correct, it was actually, honestly, I think, it was mostly Nintendo, then PlayStation, and then Xbox. Like Xbox didn't pull it, you know, pull anything right out there. To be honest, they fell off. Both of those companies fell off because they didn't have anything, any any new news going on. They were waiting for this year. So Nintendo kind of shined hugely uh, last year, uh, if I'm correct. But uh, yeah, it, it honestly. I'm not to say it's not to say that I'm not an Xbox fan, but I just feel like their their genre of games is just not for me when it comes to their exclusive games and what the type the games that they focus on. It's like it's very FPS centric um, or third party action centric, which I'm not too big of a fan of those two. But then they also do have the other games as um, you know third party games as well that they have along with everybody else. And then sometimes the exclusive games don't come out for them later like first i'll get like final fantasy 7 probably isn't coming out for uh isn't coming out for another you know few like i think another year or something like, going into the next year or whatever like that is when they they're gonna get final fantasy 7 so it's stuff like that they never got street fighter 5 and i don't care what anybody say and all the people that are you know talking all that crap right now about street fighter 5 street fighter 5 was a much anticipated game and people love the game and the game won awards so i don't want to hear the crap about i love how people will praise something you know when it comes out but then later on they tend to want to dog it out and it's i hate that i i so hate that it's just so it, it's so contrarian you know it, it it gets on my nerves when people like it. people like that are so fake um but yeah it, it's honestly no i as much as i love and we'll be talking about street fighter as well on this episode uh because they just announced some things uh that we're gonna talk uh talk about in the next segment uh on the next uh news announcement but i hate when people really really like and if you don't know what contrarian is google it look it up but it because it, it may be you but people tend to want to do, you know, go against things just for the sake of. And when it came to Street Fighter, that was one of the things that like people were so hyped for. And when it came out, it was the best thing ever. They wanted the story mode. They got the story mode. When the Shadow Falls came out, it was like people loved it, you know, and it was a step up. And then they just started adding on things and started adding on things. We're going to actually segue right into that as well. But uh, it's that exclusivity that sony is capable of if xbox can get that you know get the quick exclusive rights to things that would also help them as well so because i think that's a big deal so i don't know playstation 5 said that they were going to be announcing games soon so we don't know if they <laughs> i tell you what if they announce spider-man or god of war it's gonna that's gonna play a factor as well but the backwards compatibility is going to be a major 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 thing
I truly believe that's going to be a major factor as to see who's going to be what. Because if we don't get, and I say play, we as in PlayStation 5, if PlayStation 5 does not get backwards compatibility, that is going to be the running annoyance from Xbox owners about PlayStation owners for a long time. And they, I guarantee Sony does not want that. I don't know if Sony knows what PlayStation is doing, but PlayStation definitely doesn't want that. They don't want that. They do not want that at all. So hopefully it will come for both because that will even the playing ground. And then it is all down to who, you know, once again, who gets what game and what games are coming out for what. So and who gets the exclusive rights to what. So we will see. We will see. And segueing talk, speaking of uh, Street Fighter 5 and segueing over there in light of the hype for Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. Capcom has their own surprise or had their own surprise that they were looking to announce um, of fans in hopes that they could get the same excitement that was given uh, to NetherRealm. <sighs> the results were met with lukewarm reaction from fans as they announced the following. Season 5 is coming, which means there's going to be five more characters to the roster, uh, three new stages, a contest to create new skins and uh for the characters in the game which also means that they will be that means it's going to be more dlc that you're going to have to pay for as a result so to, yeah I, I this is kind of disappointing i haven't played street fighter 5 again and maybe someday i will play it again uh i'm not part of the ongoing fighting game community in that sense because you know i've played it there's so many other games i'm going to be checking out and i can't just stick to one game and let alone i'm not going to spend money all my money consistently on one game and people don't like doing math people like to gamers when i say people i mean gamers by the way gamers like to actually they they like to live ignorant and when it comes to what they buy and it is a lot of consumers do too it's not just gamers but in the terms of like putting in money for ongoing games like that or overwatch or whatever like that they sometimes forget how much they're paying for if you really do the math god you spent 60 bucks on the game when it first came out and then maybe like another 20 for an upgrade or an expansion or whatever like that but that dlc is just overboard like the package and it, you know what's even worse street fighter is not even as bad as say dead or alive which i i i really i would love if you if the person who owned dead or alive and spent 99 dollars and 99 cent on some pervy scantily clad gear i need you on this show because i need to talk to you about why you actually spent that much money for some for some clothing for women I, on a virtual aspect, I mean, like that you spent sixty bucks on the game, and then you spent a hundred bucks more in the game, and then there's other hundred dollar packages or fifty dollar packages in there. For I, and then on top of that, they have other characters that are like four ninety nine. That is overkill. How are we still paying? Why are we still paying for this? This is the same. This is probably the same crowd that will watch wwe and support that knowing damn well what all the crazy stuff that that man has done in that company and they just ignore it because they want to be entertained ignorance is bliss but it is it is chaotic <laughs> at the end of the day that is for sure so yeah um i to me if they were trying to find a way to outdo netherrealm it, to me, it was a fail. It was a complete fail. Um, and you'll find out why. Because as we end this segment, we're going to go to our final stage review and check out Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath and find out why this was a big fail for Capcom. And we'll do that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. 
This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! this timeline for good. Let us join the armies massing at the Sea of Blood. They are unaware of our army's full strength. We will unleash hell. Without the crown, there can be no new era. Our time for preparation is over. It has begun! Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our final stage review of Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath and what was the biggest surprise in gaming this year? NetherRealm released an extended story to the majorly popular and successful Mortal Kombat 11 called Aftermath, which also came along with three new characters, stages with stage fatalities coming back, skins and attachments for those characters, and the return of friendships. The results for me, and I'm just saying for me, this whenever I do a final stage review, it is my opinion, it was what I experienced and what I felt, so it doesn't dictate anybody else's, but this is giving me a you know constructive critique on what I've played and how I feel doesn't mean that it's going to be the same for you but also it helps you understand what you may like or what not like so i'm just putting it out there as a disclaimer for that the results for me was that i was blown away with the fully entertaining package which will no doubt lead to netherrealm uh having another fighting game of the year win in my opinion as because i don't there's been no announcements for any other fighting games or new fighting games coming out that is you know that that is able to compete with this and we just found out that street fighter isn't going to be the one to do that because their package is not comparing to this like the, these guys brought you another story which is about like over two hours over like literally over two hours uh, worth of story added to this so aftermath is an extension to the core story of mortal kombat 11 which has five more lengthy chapters to the game for a combined 17 chapters which i'm combining the core story with the extended story and the new story runs about two hours long so this literally is another movie length story here um it's it's possible that netherrealm could surprise us with another part to the series uh down the line but i mean even if they don't this is good enough but it you know if you go into the game which when they updated they revamped the entire interface and, and the option menus or whatever and whatnot it does tell you that you know the core story is part one aftermath is part two so who knows it could be room for more they could they could possibly add especially the depending on how it, how the ending went if the ending is i'll bring that up a little, a little in a little bit for now now i do want to say too i may be spoiling a little bit into the game so if you haven't played this game yet and you want you don't want to be spoiled by things don't listen to this yet until you have so i just want to point that out i want to give that warning ahead here so um the story picks up immediately after fire god Liu kang which is one of my favorite characters now defeating and destroying chronica um which turned her into glass if you guys remember she's made of sand so that that's why that happened 
both uh, Raiden, who uh, is the one who will be guided Liu Kang uh, as a mortal now, and uh, Kang were met with Nightwolf, Fujin, and who is the god of wind, and also Raiden's best friend. If you followed the Mortal Kombat mythology then you know who fujin is and where he started and he's been around for quite some time so he's been in the game for quite some time and he's been recognized always as raiden's you know right hand man or best friend there uh he's kind of like the uh the um kung lao to raiden in this case so um and of all people to be with night wolf and fujin it is shang soon who is said to uh be released after chronica held them captive apparently uh chronica wanted them wanted the three to assist her in her plans to redesign the universe in her image and when they refused uh she imprisoned them to assure that they would not interfere with her plans and once Liu kang defeated her and destroyed her the imprisonment was broken allowing them to stop uh fire god from making any changes before telling him that he needs the crown that he destroyed in order to uh, to bring time to a complete order. Liu Kang and Raiden decide to trust the three to retrieve the crown, but not without their reserves about the possibility that Shang Tsung will no doubt betray them and uh, for his own plans. It's, it's just kind of a given in this case. This story mostly focuses on Night Wolf Fujin uh, Shiva and of course Shang Tsung, which uh, with a focus, uh, with a side focus on uh, Shao Kahn and Sindel, which is really, really interesting when you get to that part, because I was waiting to figure it out. And I talked about this on previous show. I was waiting for this to actually come about because I wondered about Sindel since I played the arcade classic towers mode in there and it saw the ending in which I was like, wow, uh, that's a twist. So we're going to talk about the great moments some of the great moments in this and i can't I, I would be remiss if i didn't talk about the standout performance of carrie hiroyuki tagawa returning as shang Tsung. this was his movie this was I, and i'm saying movie this is how really good this is story mode is to me um this was his and this was his story this was, the entire thing was so focused on him and rightfully so because he outdid himself this was to me he his performance to me this was the equivalent of josh brolin doing thanos uh for this game it, it, it's in that realm um they developed the character so well um making him both sinister uh but also completely able to hold his own like he was a complete badass in here he wasn't the the sniveling coward you know the cliche sniveling coward uh, that you would see on every villain nah he, he wasn't backing down from anybody. The story made him, if not, made him one, if not the greatest uh, villain in a video, in a fighting game and like in a history of fighting games. And I'm, I'm, I will, I will literally defend that because of how they portrayed him. He was just awesome. And I think a lot of that has to do with uh, Tagawa uh, in this case. So um, there are scenes where he was talking where he was taking out hordes of enemies and uh being able to hold his own up to fujin like who is a god so you know the the old format for mortal kombat was like okay shang Tsung's a sorcerer but no, in, in any way is he nowhere near as powerful as shokan let alone anywhere as near as powerful as uh raiden and fujin or any of the elder gods um he came off like an equal here like something happened <laughs> when his new timeline came in and he's just confident as hell to be able to stand up and, and challenge any of these guys and be able to do what he does he's a manipulator at the end of the day but he felt more like he felt more than a manipulator you know more than a saucer i mean this is he he, he in all counts he kind of is low-key from that standpoint but with more power with a greater power with the ability to do a lot more so by the end of the story it was evident that he is the biggest threat in the game that the game uh, mythology has ever had like even to the likes of shokan shinnok chronica and even unaga if you guys remember unaga from um mortal kombat deception which i i thought that that character was just totally badass if at the time it felt like a little bit of overkill for character development but unaga was not he was he was a major threat but um nah like shang Tsung comes off like he he's 
he can handle himself majorly. So um, another part that I want to focus on, which I mentioned just briefly, um, Sindel teaming up with her husband, Shao Kahn, willingly, willingly, uh, while also revealing that the events of the classic tower ending is in fact true and that she was a part of the plan to have her original husband, King Gerald, assassinated so Shokan can uh, rule over Adenia, which became Outworld. She was the person in charge. She was a part of that whole entire thing. Katana was not trying to believe it, and in fact, it was. And they kind of they revealed this in the ending in the classic towers mode. So it's not guaranteed that all of those endings are canon. Some of them are, you know, just what ifs, if you will. But some of them could be real, and that part right there was part of the real uh you know canon lore to this to the uh series because they added that on now so she sindel is legitimately a has been a villain this whole entire time so uh you know and not being controlled by shang's uh shokan and that was always believed to be the situation was that she her whole entire being was being mind controlled by um shang soon and them and lo and behold no she's been in it all the whole entire time and there's a scene in here where she looks at uh shang soon as if Shang Tsung knows what's going on and it goes on from there. So it's just, it's awesome. I, you know, kudos to Ed Boom, but also to Warner Brothers because I know that they're writing, there's probably writing staff that is handling the story of this. And I'm telling you, Ed Boom couldn't have found a better partner for NetherRealm to work with than Warner Brothers because you can see the Warner Brothers quality in this production. Absolutely. I mean, just the narrative, the storytelling, the script, the dialogue everything it's just it's everything that you would expect from anything that you see from the dc animated movies um to to other to like an actual warner brothers movie it's just it, mortal Kombat. the story of mortal Kombat to me is better than a lot of the dc movies they it's been it's been put together so well and uh i i absolutely love it so um for fanfare sake they allowed shang soon to cry out the most iconic line that Tagawa has ever said in the original Mortal Kombat um, movie, it has begun in the exact same way that he did back then. And when I heard that, I marked out insanely. <laughs> I, I, I got so excited when I heard that. And then he says it again, like uh, at the very end, because the other cool part about this game is that when you get to the end, they make you decide there's two endings there's two endings to the game and one of them is you know if you use shang soon the other one is if you use fire god Liu kang and now which also is kind of leaving open-ended is like okay which one is the real ending here where what are we going to do when mortal kombat 12 come in or if there's another part coming in because it just it's it's very it's so awesome the way they did it and they surprised the hell out of me at the end when i saw that it was like okay I know it's going to come down to possibly um, Liu Kang and Shang Tsung fighting each other at the very end. It just felt like it was going to lead to that. And it did. But I, what I didn't realize was that they're going to make you decide which destiny we're going to be able to choose and what was going to happen when we choose that destiny. And so we get two really cool endings from this. So I think that was awesome, too. Um, seeing, uh, seeing Shang Tsung at the end of... Uh, after defeating Kronika at the end of the, uh, the I'm, I keep trying to say movie, but it's really, it's a game. <laughs> defeating Kronika and taking the crown, uh, which led to his, him becoming a god and drawing, uh, donning a Kronika style costume. I thought that was epic. I thought it was awesome. The, the costume design in this game also needs to be commended. Whoever is in charge of the costume design uh, for the characters, needs to be commended because it's, it's awesome i absolutely love it um at this point i mentioned it before but yeah shang Tsung did become thanos and in fact one can argue that if mortal kombat 11 was infinity war then aftermath was absolutely in game at this point and that, i feel like that's the that was the mindset that they went on from making this actual uh new story 
I think was awesome. And I, again, kudos to them for surprising us because I thought they had no surprises coming in and they popped up with this. So uh, story mode was fun. I, I thought the story mode was phenomenal for me. I absolutely enjoyed what they did there. Um, for me, for the amount of money that they charge, which I, I'll say this again, uh, I wasn't necessarily cool with the $39.99 price, but I consider my enjoyment out of it. I will let this pass. I'm okay with this. Um, new characters. Let's talk about Robocop real quick. Um, Robocop was the guest character for, uh, for this, and it was voiced by the original actor of Robocop himself, Peter Weller, uh, who for this expansion. And man, I, I enjoyed him. I, he wasn't my favorite character in the world to play, but I recognize him and the powerhouse that he is in this game. He has an arsenal of moves that I need to really dig into uh, from when I do my customs. But uh they truly express enforcement to his character and it, it it feels like robocop uh it sounds like robocop of course and it's one of the funniest things that i've uh, seen him do that i've never seen him doing in the movies is jump so seeing robocop jump is awesome because i i believe when i watched the movies back then they you know they couldn't make an effect a special effect of seeing him jump it you know we weren't at that stage of technology and cgi that you could you watch him jump yet so seeing him jump freely like this and not feel like he's weighed down is hilarious to see so um i don't recall him getting off the ground ever it, i think the one time i did see him do that was i think robocop 2 or 3 when he um I don't think he jumped on at 209. He fell on at 209. And that was the way that they made him do it. So he was just, you know, wrestling up top of him. But other than that, it was, I'd never seen it. But speaking of at 209, uh, by the way, he actually does appear in the game as well. I, almost like a partner to Robocop because he uses um, at 209 in his fatal move and fatality as well. So I thought that was an awesome, you know, uh, addition to that as well. Uh, he is, like I said, he's fun to play, but not fluid when it comes to pulling off easy combos as well. His gear, uh, his gear was and his gear and arsenal was a bit of a letdown to me uh, from a sense of design because uh it, mostly when it came to the helmets and uh, some of the armor the helmets the helmets range from futuristic headgear to normal swat gear which was i guess it, it feels to the point it feels like a gag um a part of a gag gear because it's like why would he need to wear riot gear like his helmets and all the stuff was better than riot gear so seeing normal riot gear for a robocop was just lame to me um it didn't look appealing at all some of them did some of them were okay but it I, I just feel like they didn't whoever designed his his helmet or his headgear it, it they I don't feel like they got the vibe right with that they could have done some really cool stuff with him and it just didn't feel like they did um as far as his armor his armor is slightly better uh they do have some designs of his armor that mimics the Lin Kuei ninja gear which i think was cool so that was all right uh, his arsenal weapons are probably the best of them all when it comes to the assortment of uh, guns and such. Those were awesome. I, if you played through the tower mode version uh, for more uh, for Robocop, at the very end, he you know he it beats Chronica and he gains control of the, uh, the the hourglass, which means he gets that new form. And the new form looks awesome i wish they would have had that as a new as a skin for him in the game because that would have really been cool so they managed to get that one and don't give it to us the irony of that so you know take that into consideration uh let's talk about shiva now shiva uh may be one of my favorites of the three as her move set is virtually unchanged for um from the original mortal kombat games that i've played she uh that she was involved with uh, I loved it when when I played uh, as her. I didn't even think for once to look at the move list uh, to figure her out because I remember her move list quite well from what I played in the original from the previous games that she was involved in, and like riding a bike all over again, or you know it it felt like uh, you know getting back to the swing of things after all these years, from her fireball techniques um, to everyone's favorite you know high jump stump, uh, it's all there. It's all there and more, actually. She has more moves. Plus, um, there are other moves, you know, from the customized mode 
that you can add to her as well. One of my favorites is the uh, Dragon Stance, which is a fireball move that has her uh, that has fireballs held in all four of our hands, which allows you to randomly throw each one depending on which button you pick. Uh, once you know, the once you the four buttons that you pick, so I thought that was pretty cool. Her gear, Shiva was provided with a assortment of greatly designed helmet shield gauntlets and skins that range from indigenous styles to greco-roman styles uh i thought they were awesome i absolutely i think she's one of my favorites of the three of, of the uh three characters in here fujin on the other hand while i like his character while i like some of the movesets i was a bit disappointed for one reason it's just a nitpicking thing for me um a crossbow a simple crossbow for me took him took away my whole entire thing with Fujin. For a being that is considered an immortal god, why is, you know, who could pull off many other types of tricks using wind or wind air bending, if you want to put it that way, to see him, like, to see a character like Fujin needing a projectile weapon to me was like, eh. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, they could have felt about something else. Now, again, folks will argue that, well, he has a sword too. And to that, you know, I would say you're right. I would absolutely say you're right to that. But at least a sword is a bit more formidable of a weapon than a projectile weapon, such as a crossbow, which shoots out, you know, you know, gale force winds of air. Even though he has the ability in some of his regular movesets to actually shoot out forms of air as a projectile and, and gale force wind you know putting you know putting somebody into a concussion a concussive like symptoms so eh, nonetheless it's not a deal breaker for me uh as his moveset is pretty smooth and he does have more moves that he can switch out in customize uh, customizations which i think are a little bit better in this case so combos are also a bit easier to pull off with uh him uh, and it's a lot of fun to see so his gear uh also full of beautiful designs crawl of uh, design crossbows swords and gauntlets and skins which uh to me makes up for the concept of a crossbow i it to me it's just it just feels so weird for him to have um it just feels like it dilutes him i i, I would have loved it like ang does not have a crossbow ang on avatar uses his air bending to do that ah hell even a flash kind of knows how to use air to some extent to, as a projectile to you know his own means uh reverse flash too i mean we've seen it so it, it that to me was just a kind of a takeaway but not too much i still like the character i, re I really like the character i like the character for years it's just the use of a crossbow was just like okay that's that's a thing that's a that's a thing there so uh, we also got had the return of stage fatalities which add more depth to the game and really makes it feel like the mortal Kombat nostalgia that fans love uh, and growing up to uh, love as well so i mean we got like the pit and all the stuff back and uh wanted to stay and, and all the stages play into the actual story too so that's why they're there like they literally made these stages play into the game that you were able to play but if you play through you know classic mode or whatever you will be able to use the stage fatalities as well so um but to me the cherry on the top is no doubt the return of friendships which are all at the ready in the beginning of the uh, as soon as you update so you will they give you like a lot of times you have to find how to unlock those fatalities or stage fatalities or whatnot uh no they gave us the friendships immediately which you can see on your move list uh which is awesome so overall overall while i would have liked the price for the expansion for those who already own the game to be at least ten dollars less you know making it 20.99 29.99 as opposed to 39.99 but i understand why they did it in a sense um it will i will not argue that netherrealm didn't give us our money's worth for this i i will argue that uh intensely um i thought that this was a complete success in my opinion uh thanks to in part to the very a very well written uh written story mode and especially the performance of carrie hideoki uh tagawa as shang soon and followed by the extra icing that was the new character stage uh new stages friendships added with that was by the way free to gamers even if they didn't purchase the expansion pack and i mean the new stages and the friendships were free um i enjoyed every bit of it 
it was one of the highlights of the week one of the highlights of the week the other one was talking with uh, Matt Bozen of course and playing Shantae uh, right now but um, it was definitely one of the highlights to what has been a crazy crazy chaotic week in my opinion so um, with all that in the realm of COVID-19 NetherRealm has provided us uh, this year with some really great game qualities and I commend them for doing what they did Um, they, they earned every bit of what they get and you know i'm just gonna say this there's i'm I'm sure not everybody's gonna be happy with this but guess what like everything there's a vocal minority of people who are don't like it i guarantee you that the majority of fans are gonna dig this so let us know that and, and please let's strengthen this term vocal minority because it is the vocal minority that somehow makes a really big impact and we really need to sound them out if you like the game if you enjoy any game whether i give it a good review or a bad review or anybody gives it a good review or a bad bad review you enjoy it for what you like and you can't who cares about whether you're being judged by somebody else this is my opinion about the game you have your opinion and we all need to respect that so to hell with the vocal minority in this case if you don't like it that's fine but for me personally this was a clear enjoyment for me i love the story i love what they did the quality the hard work that has been put in here is absolutely shown and for that mortal kombat 11 aftermath gets an a for me that's my that's my opinion that's where it stands that will do it ladies and gentlemen for this edition of acmg presents talk time live select start i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope i gave you some great feedback once again thank you to matt bozen chris hoffman thank you once again for coming on to talk time live exclusive if you if you haven't checked that out please go out of your way to go and check out that in fact I've gotten another spike in listenership because of that episode. Um, People on Twitter, you know, are fans of the series and fans of Way Forward. So it is a I'm very thankful that you guys were able to enjoy it there and and get a chance to listen to it. Um, You know, but go out of your way to check it out. You could check out Matt Bozen. You could check out Ben Fiquette of uh, of Lizard Cube, which I did for uh, Streets of Rage as well. And all of our guests that has ever been on a show over 40 guests is getting to the point of 50 guests now people or 50 interviews with some of the hottest in all things anime comics movies games you can check all that there on talktimelive.com if you want to listen to the exclusive interviews specifically you could go to the exclusive page on that website or you can type in talktimelive.com forward slash exclusives and you'll see the list of all of our guests actors game designers artists producers everybody you you can't you can't miss it it's just an awesome assortment of guests of people who've done some of your favorite tv shows animes video games you name it movies you name it they're there you're absolutely there so uh you can also subscribe and download to this show and never miss a beat on spotify iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, Pocket Cast, and all Amazon devices. There's everywhere and anywhere you can possibly find Talk Time Live or ACMG presents Talk Time Live. Let me make sure you get that right because you will have to type that in to find it and then you can just uh, subscribe from there. So this Sunday on Talk Time Live, the Prime Show, I will review ghost in the shell sac 2045 on netflix the series the series is now in dubs i will talk about that as well as a lot of great news that is coming in the dc front and everywhere else I'll, also i'm gonna get some information i didn't order uh i didn't uh subscribe to uh hbo max but i'm gonna ask around to the acmg facebook group about that and see what they think of that if they have checked it out plus my thoughts on the latest star girl uh series uh we're entering in two episodes now and uh, i want to talk about that because it's something worth talking about there and the premiere of agents of shield returning plus talks of uh the talks of harry Cav- uh, cavill returning as superman from warner brothers coming back as the man is still and much more so we're going to talk about all that this sunday next week of course on select start i will give my full review of shantae and the seven sirens and any news that will be coming for the world of gaming as well so thank you guys thank you so much for taking the time out i hope that we were able to entertain you 
during these crazy times. And um, I'll end with this once more. As far as COVID-19 is concerned, please, people, continue to be safe. Look out for everybody else out there. Be considerate as much as possible. It's getting crazy out there. Um, Just want to make sure everybody's safe. We don't know anything about what's going on right now as far as that. But also, even just as important for my people, my people out there, please keep safe. At the same time, fight for your value. Fight for your right to be. Fight for your freedom. It's getting crazy out there, but just be safe out there. If you have to fight, fight, but fight the right way and do what you can and look out for each other. Look out for each other out there. So I'll just leave it at that. Folks, that will do it on behalf of myself. This is Dax Avery Josiah saying learn to let go, live life, and love all things, anime, comics, movies, and games, and each other. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out here. Folks, have a great week, and I'll talk to you on Sunday. Take care. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.